Hey folks, your producer Dave here. A quick heads up that this movie, and our discussion, does touch on the topic of trauma. If that's not for you, you can listen right up to our movie discussion. Starts right around 12 minutes and 20 seconds. Bread. Bread. Hey, it's your new pal Josh, and this is 70mm Rejected, a podcast for 70mm fans just like you. With me today, but not always, is some guy slash gal slash non-binary pal I know from the internet, Ben. Hello. And our other internet friend and 70mm insider, Yoev. Howdy! Oh, I forgot my joke. The best part of this movie are the letterboxed reviews. They're telling the children to go to hell. (laughs) And as a mother, I'm nodding with love. Every episode is selected from one of the many movies that 70mm has thrown directly into the trash heap, but we've managed to extract it before it got too funky. That's right, Josh. This week we hop on and skip just a few months back to the Tormentober. Did I even say that right? bracket in 2023 when sony millimeter selected the exorcist instead of the innocent i get that both of these movies are about saving children from possessions but the innocence makes you feel ickier than when reagan throws up green pea soup with all the unrequited sexual tension absolutely As always, we talk a bit about our thoughts on the movie and read the villagers review live on air. But first, we start with our village update. Josh, over to you. Thanks, Ev. Um, I think there's there's some big news we got to talk about. Um, I we're all big Electric Mayhem fans, big Mayhem fans here. Ah, yes. And watching them make it to the championship game, I do not care Hockey. that they lost. Watching them make it to the championship game, I was overjoyed. Like, I, I was like checking Slim's Instagram, Tom's Instagram, and just kind of freaking out over some of those pictures. But I was, it was just, it made me so happy to see that. So in case there are other listeners like me who were very confused what the event was in the discord about electric mayhem um what what was it exactly i eventually figured it out that it was hockey related but yeah what exactly is it yeah it's it's slim and tom's hockey team Mm. um they're i want to say it's beer league okay um that they're on and i i feel like uh earlier closer to like september if i'm not mistaken there were games pretty consistently um that i would be able to tune into but I feel like they've been a little less uh less frequent, but then like all of a sudden they made the playoffs and I was like, oh my gosh, what? And then all of a sudden they're in the championship. I'm like, oh my gosh. Amazing. <laughs> and there was a big watch party for it. Oh, how cool. That's what I saw. I, I saw it in the watch there party. Because I was really busy. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I wish I could have been there, but God, it was just so much fun seeing the aftermath of that. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a hockey person. I like because watching these watch parties in the discord has introduced me to hockey. I don't think I've ever sat through a full hockey game on TV like 
ever in my life until these mayhem games and now i'm just like i'm into it everything dave does with these watch parties Mm. it's incredible wow that is so cool yeah (laughs) because of dave we were able to watch it and there's a there's a bunch of other uh watch parties the rest of december as well Oh, yeah. Um, which I guess I think it's weekly. Yeah, it's weekly. Of course, you'll be listening to this in January. So this wouldn't have been helpful for you. Mm-hmm. But there were and they were amazing. We love them. There all were. of them. They were great. <laughs> Absolutely. Every chance we get to shout out something Davis doing. Mm. I'm going to take that chance personally. 100 percent. Um, I also want to throw out the VHS Village Awards that Ismail sent out. Um. The end of 2023, just a, a way for us to compile the village's best of list of, I think it was like a bunch of Oscar categories that we're just going to compile into. Mm. Um, I saw those got sent out and I immediately like clicked the link and I was like, I'm going to fill it out. And then I'm like, there are like 30 movies I haven't seen yet. I am not doing this yet. Yeah. It's so um, hard to do it. Those are cool. so hard. Yeah. It's <laughs> I, there was a lot of problems going on with it, like people trying to paste different links in, and it looked confusing. But I'm like, that's a problem for later. I don't yeah. need to worry about that right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely but, one of those things where I tried to do uh, a podcast <laughs> award one year during um, COVID, like every hour mm-hmm. on the hour during, like on the 31st, and it is so hard yeah. to just to try and like organize it all and to get the stuff in. So um yeah yeah I'm, I'm excited to see the the announcements uh here probably in just a few weeks yeah probably early january yeah i'm uh i have a feeling we're gonna see a good bit of barbie love on that list mm. which is gonna be nice to see and maybe we'll get the ultimate band movie oppenheimer in a couple categories which are we uh, allowed not, to cover that movie <laughs> uh not this season it did not get selected for this season but uh <laughs> that is like isn't that the only movie that will never be covered on 70 millimeter that is that is it and so we're trying to figure out if we're actually allowed to cover it or if it actually was yeah. incinerated and it's not sitting there yeah. in the trash i don't know if we can even drag it exactly like burnt corpse back over our way so yeah we got to talk to legal about that one that's yeah that's an interesting case mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might be. I would be on. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Like, if you do Oppenheimer, I have a lot of thoughts. Absolutely. About that movie. Like, I can, yeah. The issue may be that the entire village wants to be on one podcast, which I just have, like. Which would that be a bad thing? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Just like a Riverside call of like yes. 100 people. <laughs> the only people not allowed Ten on minutes, there like- are Slim Danny and Proto. Obviously, obviously, because they don't. The movie doesn't exist to them. It does not. I wonder if they would even listen to it. They wouldn't even know. No. They wouldn't even hear it. No. They wouldn't even know what's going on. It wouldn't even pop up in their feed. <laughs> there's um, there's this one guy I know who does another podcast called the Super Switch Club, and essentially, uh, he'll cover a movie like The Matrix. And what he'll have you do is he'll have anybody can call in with ninety seconds of contents, and then what he will do is edit everybody together into one continuous so like your 90 seconds might get chopped up into like a bunch of different segments as you talk about a bunch of things 
And then he'll line all that up with everybody else's and just then like master it. I mean, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. I, I mean, he is an audio engineer. Yeah. I'm going to need cool. to look into that. That sounds insane. What is yeah. it called? Yeah. Uh, the one that I know it under is the Super Switch Club, but I will find it. Mm. And by the time people listen to this, I will have posted about it in Discord. Uh, people will know about it. <laughs> Dope. Okay. That is so. That wow. I don't even know how to use a computer. <laughs> but like, woo. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. So then, uh, the other big thing that would have happened was uh, everybody had such a great time at the Secret Possum gift exchange. Oh yeah, that will have happened. Won't yeah. It? I sent out my secret possum yesterday. It's being <laughs> delivered tomorrow. I got mine Very nice. in the mail nice. yesterday. Wow. It's, I'm excited. This is my first year, but I'm like a newer villager. So this is my first year doing mm. it. Mm. And I am so bad at buying gifts for people that I was stressing out about it. But we're here. I sent it off. It, there's nothing I can do anymore except stress out until Amazing. the day of the exchange. Amazing. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to address mine so that way they would know yeah. that it was coming. And so it's the first and so what I did mm -hmm. is their name is their first name mm -hmm. and then possum and then their last name. Yeah. And that is just like the name that is getting I was like that that'll work. Yeah. They'll 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 realize what it is, I hope. Yeah. Mine <laughs> mine was someone I mean it's just first name, last name, but like all lowercase, all one word. I'm like, if I send it off all lowercase, all one word, they should know it's from me. <laughs> Like, maybe. I love it. We'll see. We'll see. If it gets... This is a problem for later. I don't need to be stressing about this today. This is future Josh. Exactly. Future Josh issue. No, that's I so try. sweet, I try. though. Because you care so much. Aw. It's cute. Uh, my secret possum came. I just need to assemble their gift. Assembly? And mail it out. Assembly required. That's... I love that. But I'm excited. That sounds yeah. exciting. Yeah. I love it. Um, that's all I have for gossip, for news, all of it. No, you're good. This is so uh, this all I got. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's so cute. I'm excited to listen it's to the be, episodes. Yeah. Uh, Yo, Ev, do you have any uh, hot goss from, from the village from the past week or so? I don't. You don't? All right. I don't. I mean, like, California's canceled. Yeah. That is true. I think... We're yeah. all in a state of mourning today. It, it's with them taking a break every week. I feel like we don't have that like build up to Thursday mm. where all of the gossip can get pattered in there. Mm. So it just ends up being this like plateau of really fun stuff in the village. And it's like stuff like mayhem winning or not winning, mm. getting to the championship, all of that stuff. I feel like I don't get any like Danny saying something stupid in mm. the pre-show that I can make fun of mm. or any of that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. I am happy about the break, though. Yeah, mm. I think they they seem to be really enjoying it, and it's they deserve it. So I think that got chatted about last week too. Oh yeah. wait, okay, I have some hot gossip. Mm -hmm. Oh, are you ready for this? Absolutely. Okay, so it was last Thursday, right? And I asked Slim, "Yo, what are you doing on your break?" He kindly tells me to. <laughs> is that too mean? I'm sorry. I love well, it. He said it, not you. That is true. That is true. Um, 
I think my last little thing, and this is more of a plug than hot goss, is that um, if you run and you use Strava, there is now a Strava group for 70 millimeter that you can join and another place for us to hang out on the internet. So uh, yeah, Strava yes. groups, 70 mm, you can find it. It's there. We'd love to have you come hang out. Maybe I'll finally start running again. That's also Ooh. really cool. I won't. Um, I won't. I won't. That's okay. <laughs> all right, let's take a look at our feature presentation. Ev, what's The Innocence all about? The Innocence is about a movie where there is no nanny but a governess and these amazing little polite English children. But are they really polite? Is the house talking to her? fantastic is she losing her mind i don't know i'm not good at this but thanks you're killing it um i somehow had never seen this movie same here and safe space i i exactly safe space i remember it being during torment over this year and i they, they dropped the set i think it was five movies and it was like it was like four movies that i love and then this, which I had never seen, and I was like, I'm going to betray all of the movies that I love because I feel like I should have seen The Innocence five years ago. <laughs> and I voted for that, and then it lost. Hey, you got it. You got to go where it's at. And I got upset. Yeah, so it was Dracula, <laughs> yeah. The Exorcist, Psycho, A Nightmare on Elm mm -hmm. Street, and The Innocence. Yes. Yeah, that's like all bangers. Absolutely. And then and then The Innocence, which I'm like, okay, let's we'll see what it is. And it's great. Ben, who did you vote for? I actually voted for The Exorcist because I knew that Danny really didn't want to cover it. I think and that's so why it won. That's that's honestly why I voted for yeah. it. And I was like, it's too good. Like, I get it. I to I mean, it's actually the one movie my mom refuses to watch mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and but I was like, well, I feel like he's almost like talked about it so much that he won't watch it that it's like I think you you need an excuse to watch it. You want to watch this movie, and exactly, we will give you that excuse because. You definitely didn't have to put that in there if you really didn't want to watch it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They know what they're doing. What did you vote for? Oh. What did you vote for? I don't remember, but it wasn't The Exorcist. Mm. It might have been The Innocence. Okay. Mm. But I, I, I cannot remember. <laughs> had you seen it before? No, but I wanted to. Oh, okay. It, oh, very good. So, like, it reminded me, I know this movie was first, but it reminded me of The Others with Nicole Kidman. Mm. Has anyone creepy watched kids. that one? 100%. Mm. Oh, it's mm. creepy really kids. Good, I think. It is. I yeah. still haven't seen that. I've heard it's great. Yeah, I actually, I was watching the first yeah. 30 minutes of this and was so, I knew I hadn't seen it and was just so confused because, like, I know this story. Like, why do I know this story? Mm -hmm. Like, how it starts. And it's because the haunting at Bly Manor. The Flanagan show. Haunting of Fly Man. Yeah, it, it's yep. based off the same short story, <laughs> All this, yep. right? And so that definitely kind of threw me for a bit of a loop. I will say exactly. that caused me to then like, I was like, re like, and I, I almost never to screen when I'm watching a movie, but I was just like, wait, like what is going on with this movie and that thing? And then I was like reading mm -hmm. and trying to watch it. And uh, yeah, so I definitely, I had a, an interesting first 45 minutes. Yeah. I was like, what, what do I know this from? Like, and I, 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 and I knew because they, they remade it in, I think, 2022 as well, like The Innocence. Mm -hmm. um, I think so, yeah. That, that actually has a really good Rotten Tomato score. I was pretty impressed by that a remake like did that well. Yeah. And I was like, well, I haven't seen that. And then eventually, yeah, I finally figured out that I'd seen the Mike Flanagan show, so, which I loved that yeah. show. I thought that was a terrific uh, telling of it, so. 
I the whole time I was watching The Innocence, I was like, this is because I, I, I liked Bly Manor, but that was mm. like a 10 hour show that I didn't feel like needed to be 10 hours. And then I was like, this is a two hour version of the thing that yeah. I thought was too long. This is perfect. And I was just I was just like over the moon about that. Mm. And then it's it's creepy kids and I love a good creepy kids movie. Oh, yeah. I love watching a movie where kids are just so annoying that me saying that I want to kill these kids isn't like the wrong reaction. <laughs> like they just they're upsetting to me. So I can't get upset. Too funny. At them. I mean they're human. Um so what did you two think? I mean, are they are the kids possessed by ghosts? Are they just uh, you know, traumatized from the victimization they went through? Is this all just in the governess's head and we're just kind of like, because we only ever see her point of view. Like what, like mm-hmm. what is your, I mean, it was very ambiguous, but what, what did you all think kind of coming away from it? You know, um, Ev, if you want to start. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was with her mm. because there was that tear. Like mm. she didn't make that up. Right. Mm. But like, after the movie finished, I was reading about it and how like she's the only one that noticed those things. So I don't think she was. I, I mean, I do think she was delusional. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, thinking about it. But I was led to believe that there were ghosts. <laughs> mm. And that's what I did believe, but I don't believe that anymore. Hmm, interesting. I think the yeah the kids being traumatized angle is really interesting. I, I, I kind of pick up on it here and there in the movie, and then my mind goes to to Bly Manor where it's like obviously ghost story and it's it's just ghost story mm. and then this I feel like has right. the more there's tons of different angles you can take this right. and I I love that it's I think I lean towards it being a little more in her head in this I think I lean that way too but mm. I honestly catch me a different day it's like these kids are possessed that absolutely 100%. Yeah. Miles, like holy moly, that kid. Quite precocious. That scene? Quite precocious. Oh, yeah. Like this, when he was hugging her. You mean the, the chokehold? The chokehold, what I was going to say. Or the hug. No, the chokehold. The chokehold was crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That it's because was... he's just like this kid that's out here standing up to Deborah Kerr in a phenomenal performance, and this kid is absolutely living up to her it's fantastic yeah yeah i um i i found it i kind of think like if you think about like a, like a triangle mm-hmm. and at the points you kind of have like you know trauma inflicted on the kids mm-hmm. possession and then like sexual repression right and yes. you're kind of like i think i'm shaded more towards like the trauma and like sexual repression and kind of away yeah. from like possession ghosts like you know vertex yeah, uh, from where, but that's only because I kind of watched it, and then like, I think the Blythe Manor thing, just like having that there, and just like you said, Josh, having that be like, it is a ghost story, like it is a hundred percent a ghost story. Yes, like there is definitely some trauma in there, but it is yeah. there are real ghosts that are really impacting everything. One hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that kind of um, because you have that as a reference point, it definitely throws uh, a curveball in terms of the, how you view it. So yeah. It just makes this so much more interesting, honestly, because it's I, Bly Manor is like it's really solid on its own. Mm. But then you throw something like this in there that's taking the same idea and years and years before, obviously, doing something completely different with it. It's I, I find that endlessly fascinating. That's 
I don't know. That's why like remakes should exist. I would say mm. if you're going to do something, do it like this. Yeah. I do have a question. Like, how do you explain those ghosts? It's mm. or like, how would you explain it? Yeah. I, if I wanted to go the angle that it's in her head and the connections, then that's, you can just say she's hallucinating. Mm. But I do think there's, I think there's a line, maybe I'm mixing it up with some other thing that I watched recently, but it's something about like them, these people dying on the premises and just kind of hovering and just waiting around because there's nowhere they can really go. And imagining coming across that as a kid and it just haunting you. And that's where the possession angle mm-hmm. just completely mm-hmm. works for me. Because I'm like, if they're just like hovering around the premises, this is what Bly Manor gets into. It's like, you just, that becomes a pivotal part of your childhood and that's that that becomes trauma. And so having those ghosts represent that is so interesting. But mm. I guess that's kind of how I would explain them away, I guess. But even then, that's really thematically resonant. And I think that's super interesting. Yeah, and and I think how I would kind of view it is, I mean, we now know that trauma and like extensive trauma does um, does kind of change a person's like genome and their DNA. And that's kind of why you can get that like passed down mm-hmm. like through generations, like for generational trauma. Like it's it actually like physically changes something inside of you. And I think that there is no reason that like that those like being like being experiencing that level of trauma that these kids definitely seem to have experienced both from like the sexual piece of it but also like the violent piece of it would definitely like change them internally and then it would also it could also then impact you know the new governess as well Mm. right and she's kind of like feeding off of that and then those like are projections you know that are existing and they're real and that they're like actual projections but they're not real and that they have any like ethereal connection Right. So it is like a manifestation like from her. Uh, but the one the only one that's weird is the ground. No, the um, the the housekeeper yeah, definitely looks directly at yeah. the female ghost like across the lake. I mean, her eyesight is like, yes, which would make sense if you're saying that this is like a manifestation. It's almost like a group manifestation of something because they're all linked by like the trauma that happened to them. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting. Like early in the film, Flora is asking about heaven and like what happens when there's like you weren't good. Like you don't go to hell necessarily. You you're kind of just there. So like I feel like she was on to something. Mm. Oh, absolutely. And it's yeah. like, oh, where is this gonna totally. go? Totally. Just uh, a a very creepy movie that I feel like leaves you wanting for more, which is always a good yeah. place to be. Um, I only watched it once. Did you watch it? Like. Either of you watch it more than once. Yeah, I had time to watch it once. I watched it today, actually, <laughs> this morning. <laughs> I only watched it the one time. Um, I watched it a couple of days ago, only the one time, but I have been thinking about it nonstop since I watched it. Mm. So it's it might... that I mean, it feels like the kind of thing I would love to rewatch. Like just those... One of those like classic... I know it's like 60s, but classic um, films that just is just going to grow. Yeah on a second watch for me and it's just gonna kind of ride for me I, i'm excited to watch it again for sure um and i'll say before we switch over to villager reviews i it took me a bit but i found a really good podcast that covered this called strange indeed uh we'll link to it in the show notes 
Um, they actually have covered all of Mike Flanagan's shows on Netflix. Um, and so they covered The Innocents after they covered uh, The Haunting of Live Manor. Oh, interesting. Uh, and it's good. It's like two hours long, and um, they're they're really good. Like, I, I've been very impressed with them so far. So, um, but yeah, it'll be in the show notes if you're interested. Fantastic. But now we get to everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Uh, let's take a look at what the village thought of The Innocents from 1961. Yes. Um, this review comes from Wesley. This is a four and a half star review from November of this year. Um, they said, yet another addition to the posh English children are bone chillingly creepy and should never be trusted evidence pile. <laughs> that little boy deserved a flipping Oscar for holding his own like that against our Scottish Queen Deborah Kerr. Mm-hmm. Glad my first viewing was on the big screen. Some absolutely stunning shots and transitions. Victorian psychosexual repression has never looked this good. Our next review comes from KK, giving it four stars. He watched on October 17th, 2023. Uh, He listed this under favorite movies of 2023. Maybe a bit too long. I imagine there could have been 15 minutes or so tapered down overall. But what would you cut? Even in the scenes that are slow, they still have some of the most beautifully shot black and white footage I've ever seen. The screenplay without that masterful craft wouldn't be nearly as effective. The play of the shadows in the dismal encompassing darkness transforms a simple ghost story into something preternaturally haunting. Fear screaming along every inch of paranoid neurons. The film itself seems to be carrying a ghost behind every wayward wind and whisper. The innocence is genuinely unsettling to watch. You can feel yourself being constantly pulled between unrealities and phantasmorgatic nightmares. Some of the things I saw in this will live in my brain for a long time. I had nightmares a woman was crawling out of a lake towards me. How frequently can you say something from the 60s scared you so earnestly? This review is by Blake. Blake gave it three and a half stars. Um, turns out they were, in fact, not the innocents. Some absolutely gorgeous scenery, both indoors and out, with the outdoor sound design being just breathtaking. Did feel like some shots were out of focus, not sure if intentional or not. But otherwise, what a beautiful movie with blacks and whites just popping with sharpness and contrast. And this review comes from Mike, who gave it four stars. They said, F them kids, me every 15 minutes. Likely would have immediately loved this if I hadn't known the basis of the story already. But wow, this delivers in the second half. Great acting from Deborah and the kids, some unreal creepy vibes, and bone-chilling visuals. Go in as blind as possible, IMO. And our last review from The Village comes from Mike Scott. Gave it four stars on August 9th of 2023. Simply put, pretty entertaining gothic horror. Absolutely. So... How did the exorcists beat the innocents? We may never know. True, true. But it just gives us more amazing movies to cover. Do you think they rigged it? I think it's always safe to assume that they rigged the polls. (laughs) Knowing those three, I think it is safe to assume that. But Slim would love to cover the innocents. So I feel like, (laughs) but maybe that's like the diversion. Slim says Mm. that he would love to cover the innocents. I have no proof that he would actually love to. And we're out here doing it before him. He's had like four years to do that. Now they have to. We've had like a month. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, amazing movie, amazing discussion, amazing possible. 
in our next episode in two weeks is Before Sunrise. I've never watched it. Looks like this one will be a rental, but in all honesty, you might as well just buy it. Ben, what are your closing thoughts? All I want to do is save the children, not destroy them. More than anything, I love children. More than anything, they need affection, love. Someone who will belong to them and to whom they will belong. As always, you can send us feedback at 70mmrejected at gmail.com or just come let us know how we're doing in Discord. Goodbye. Seventy Millimeter Rejected is an Opossum production. Original artwork by Paul. Kinda original music by Dave with an assist from 70 Millimeter. The 70 Millimeter Rejected team includes Kirby, Latdad, Dime, Paul, RWT Chats, Bex, Grogu Dave, Josh, Nolan, Yoev, Ron, Trainer, and Ben C. If you'd like to join us in the silliness, ping one of us in Discord. And if you'd like to support our friends at 70mm and upgrade to villager status, you can do so using the links in the notes. Goodbye. This is an Opossums podcast.